welcome to another episode of the Best Cape Sugar Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, and as usual, I'm not alone. I'm joined by my brethren, Bilo Mike Just and Prince Trace. What's going on, gents? My last is I expected more energy for the first episode. That's what I was yeah. about to say. I was like, bro, it's season man. four, bro. This guy sounds tired, bro. It sounds like man. the end of season eight now, bro. Ah, come on, Zs, bro. Like, new season, pow, 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 fireworks, all that shit. That's all I mean. He was just like, I say, same shit, different day, bro. Imagine that. That's the best gifts you have podcast. Happy New Year and shit, dog. Let's go. Hey, 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 That's hey, the energy. Hey, uh, hey uh, man. Uh. <laughs> yeah, guys. Happy New Year, guys. Ish. Niggas, that, season is still niggas have seen it all. Niggas have seen too many New Year's. Ain't nothing new. Niggas are traumatized, bro. But to hey. be fair, this is like our 10th take because we haven't been able to get together for this picture. Yo, guys. But alas, we've made it, finally. Yeah, we made it. We had to. We had to find a way, you know? Um, and it's only right that we start off the year with such a a prolific artist for this year to kick off the season. None other than Pretty Ugly. Yay. For his, what is dubbed as his last album. Apparently, I don't know. I feel like that's cap, but anyway. I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, Jay Z we'll also retired in like 2004 or something, so who knows? We'll get into that. I have some thoughts. Um, yeah, so Pretty Ugly, his final album called Dust. Uh, yeah, from the soil to the mud to dust, the trilogy has come to an end. How are we feeling about Dust? Yeah, man, I think obviously since it was dubbed as like a retirement project or the final one, um, I think I was very curious to see how we're going to exit. But I mean, Pretty's just hit us with, with fire from the start. So I wasn't really expecting anything different in terms of quality because um, this really, really was a quality project, I think. Even after listening to this, I'm like, surely you can't stop here. Like, there's no ways. Mm. I think even with this project, I feel like maybe a lot more people have started to to kind of raise their ears a bit and pay more attention. So for me, I'm like, I, this this feels like it should only be the beginning. But as a final project, I would lie, I'm satisfied. I think I really enjoyed this from top to bottom. I even like the sequencing. I think it kind of went from... Um, the deep thought to the vibey shit and then it ended off with like very much family centered music you know kind of that sign of like okay this is the next phase that i'm moving into which was really really nice i don't know if that was done on purpose though but yeah man this is a really really beautiful project quality 10 out of 10 in my eyes mm. yeah i couldn't agree with you more bro like yo it's crazy to think that this is actually his last album if it really is his last album because for me, honestly, I feel like Pretty right now, he's in his prime. Like, this is like peak Pretty for me. Like, yeah. I don't think he's ever had so much motion, bro. You know, like right now, it would be crazy to quit. But like, like Caesar's saying, there might be some other theories, you know, happening here. So, 
I don't know, but as a final project, bro, very, very solid, very solid. I feel like he really took his time with this. Um, the way he rolled it out, you know, I, I think they took every step precisely, carefully, cautiously, like the singles were well chosen, like the relatability as well with this album, like this relates to the, you know, average typical South African nigger, you know what I'm saying? Like you can play the start to finish and know that this is a top quality Mzansi album. So for me, I think honestly, this is one of Pretty's best albums in my eyes. Like I think it was up there and I think it was dope that him, Mash, um, Shooter, Herc, they seem to work very closely together on this project like a lot of the production was handled by those guys so man it came out really clean because those are top producers as you know so yeah man very 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 meticulously put together project i liked it a lot i think he ticked all the boxes with this there was vibes for you know everybody very introspective personal project so yeah for mm. me i pretty did the most here yeah i think you are right when you say that this is probably his peak right now and so for him to you know come out and say this is his final offering um it's interesting it's interesting you know i've been covering pretty's work since uh egypt everything godly yearns patience i remember i was writing for the plug and i had to review his project way back when and so I've been following his music for, you know, a very long time and I've covered everything since then. And to now be here, you know, doing his final projects on the podcast, it's it's crazy uh to think about. But it's been a journey and it's been such an incredible experience watching him, you know, go from one project to the next project and seeing him evolve as an artist, seeing him get better, you know, with the pen. Um, just becoming sharper as a rapper, as a writer, and so, yeah, man, it's a. Uh, if it is his last album, then it's, it's a bittersweet moment. Like it's like, I don't know, man. I feel like the album. Yeah, he's saying it's his final album, but to me, it doesn't feel like a final album. Exactly, but it doesn't. To me, it just mean. feels like more of what he's been doing, which is mm-hmm. great because the quality is there. But when I listened to some of these songs, they didn't feel like these are like final statements. You know, he's leaving us with like his final thoughts. You know, I didn't really get that in most of these songs. Um, But yeah, let's get into some of them. The first song was Falling. Uh, Yeah. How are you feeling about Falling? The intro. I think Falling was a really, really nice intro. I think from a production perspective, definitely dope. It had this theatric kind of vibe to it at the start i think you know pretty always kind of shows off that his pen is 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 peak and i think he really did start that off here in this one as well um i think how i i really enjoyed not necessarily on this song as well but throughout the project how he kind of pays homage to a lot of south african legends that have passed um and i think you know what with this it's 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 that thing that Dwayne said where it's like, yo, this is just a, a pure Mzansi album, dog. Like, you can feel it. And I think Pretty has done so well to capture that in his latest projects. And I think the song was definitely the intro to that. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. 
Mm. Yeah, this intro definitely encapsulates this project perfectly. It's a strong introduction to what we're going to get. You know, um, just very smooth. The build-up in the production was top tier. Um, Herc and Nash together on the production definitely killed killed it for sure. Um, yeah, again, like Mpila was saying, just the relatability already from the jump. You're already getting hints of that. Um, very strong lyrically out the gate. Um, yeah, man, just touching on those fallen heroes again. Um, I think another thing with Pretty, I think with this album as well, I feel he, it's nothing felt forced, you know, like everything feels very natural. Because I feel like sometimes, especially like, like this is one thing I feel like Keenan got right a lot of the time is like, you know, being able to make that South R content, but it not sounding like forced or like you're trying to just pander to south african it just feels like it's naturally coming off you know and i think pretty is also pretty good at doing that so yeah i think this was just a very 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 good taste of what what was to come on this project for sure the next song was jack so yeah it goes from falling it's like a nice um connection then that goes through like a nice transition from falling to Njaka featuring Maglera, of course. So this was the, the lead single. Um, Maglezi. Yeah, I mean, this is such a strong song, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, well, like, Maglera and Pretty have worked together before, and they've never put out bad music together. So, yeah, this was this was really, really great, man. Um as a as a lead single incredible and how it fits into the rest of the album also really really great what are you guys thoughts on this one yeah this this was definitely a strong song i think this was the single now the, the mm-hmm. lead single. Yeah, yeah so i i'd already heard it um and i think from this part you don't necessarily see where it fits into the project i guess when i heard it as a single but i was like it's still a very strong song think anytime you really put mash um on the beat and then you get maglera and pretty they they definitely show up um so yeah this song i think hearing it obviously now in the project i kind of see exactly where it fits in and i think it was very strong from both artists um they both kept each other on that level it felt like it was that fire from start to finish where everyone just showed up knowing exactly what was meant to be done so yeah man this was a really really good song um and definitely one to bob too Mm. Yeah, man, I like the single from day one, day one, day one. Even when the snippet dropped, and what's mm. crazy too is, like, this snippet makes me aware that Pretty's like a student of the game, and he listens and takes notes. Like, he's aware of what's going on. Because I remember when the snippet first dropped, like everybody was saying, like, "Yo, you have to get McLaren on this. You have to get McLaren on this." And that was the first person he went to and said, hey, you know what, let's get the boy. So that worked out perfectly. And, you know, it, it equated in him having a huge, huge single with this with this track. Like, I feel like this is a street single, you know what I'm saying? It might not be a radio banger, but in the streets, it's one of those you constant, constantly hear. So really dope. I enjoyed it for real. 
um production crazy um the hook i think pretty was really nice with the hook on here i feel like this is exactly what like a essay rap hook should sound like like you know it just has that mix of vanek you know the slang like it just it's just too relatable it's too like it, you just get it you know what i mean yeah. um mm. subject matter was dope and i mean like mclera just refuses to give us a bad verse like he just refuses bro it's been years and years of McLaren just partying everything, bro. Everything he touches, bro. Like, I don't think that man has dropped an album since, like, when? 2022, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And he's just been growing purely off his features, bro. Purely off just partying. Yeah, that is something so, different, dude. Bro, it's crazy. So, you know, who else but McLaren to, to, to kill it on this track? But yeah, bro. He cooking niggas sauteed, dog. Fire, bro! <laughs> really, really great song. Um, probably his strongest single. Um, yeah. The next one was what's the math? How are we feeling about what's the math? What's the math? I just want to know. I just want to know who the niggas he's targeting are. Who are these people, though? Because I went like, felt like it was coming from another place, eh? (laughs) Saying niggas are faking their age to stay in the game. I was like, I okay, that's a bit different. (laughs) But nah, what's the math? I think kind of carried on that same momentum (laughs) from Jack or the same energy. Um, I think this was also just another banger for me. Um, I think it kind of just touches even into that relatability aspect of hearing a song where there's certain things you can pick up as like a South African where it's like I'm wearing Tebu Makoko, chilling in Metro Makolo, Supemakolo, buying some land in the rurals, might sell the kush and buy an Isuzu. You know, mm. them type of things. That's like, yeah, I feel like every time I hear that, like it, it just makes you feel more connected dog so yeah this was a banger um for sure shout out to the niggas that keep getting um shots but yeah this is this is this is the final one so <laughs> yeah what's the math yeah coming with the remedy raps it was nice it was enjoyable mesh beats and herc killing the production um but for me honestly wasn't the p- best production for me on here like if i just compared to everything else um hook wasn't it for me as well i think it could have been slightly better hook uh but the rapping was strong rapping was consistent throughout so he he definitely carried it with the bars um but yeah that's all i have to say about that the hook was so catchy who was on the hook or was it was it Bunter on the hook because an uncredited feature yeah, I don't know who it was. It sounds like the voice sounds familiar, but I still don't know who it is. I think it might be one on the hook. Probably. What's the man? What's the man? I want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds like uh, they're having fun, though. I appreciate that. I like songs that are like sort of like light, you know, and they have like a a fun energy to them, and you can also tell that. You can feel in the vocal performance that these people were having fun when they were making this. Um, yeah, so that was what's the math. Next one was so disrespectful. Be so disrespectful. Hey, shout out. Yeah. 
Magic with Spit Together. Hey, hey, I said you know you are trying to be disrespectful. Dog. Like, hey, bro, like I said, back, there's bro. been shots taken throughout this project. Like, who are these niggas? Bro, bro? that's my. Thing. I know where those shots are going, but I'm not gonna start the drama. Bro. I'm not gonna start. <laughs> I'll keep it. So yeah, there. so disrespectful featuring Tyson. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Tyson brought the exact energy needed for this one. Um, I think it was like the perfect feature. You know, because I think for, sure. for a song like this, you know, you need someone who just wants to get someone you has a chest. strong presence. Exactly, and I feel like Tyson, Tyson has always that presence ready, too. You know, he's always ready to just come for niggas. Like he's just there. Like okay, I'm laying niggas out. I'm gonna come for each one of you. You know, Tyson shot, always sounds angry when he's rapping. Bro. You know, and so <laughs> so I thought it was like the, the right. <laughs> That's how Tyson sounds, bro. And he had like some interesting, some interesting lyrics too. Some like really funny and fun and entertaining quotables too. Uh, both pretty and uh, Tyson, but you know Tyson's always gonna hit you with one like one or two. We're just gonna like make you laugh. Some witty um, bars. Yeah, how are you feeling about Disrespectful? Yeah, man, I really like Disrespectful. Um, I think, yeah, this was high energy as well. I think Tyson is definitely the perfect feature for this. Um, and I mean, like, yeah, I think songs like this, like you said, the funny bars kind of make up for it. it well, make it, bring a different element to it. But also just I feel like how they've stuck to the so-called theme. Um and yeah man this was definitely a vibe i really enjoyed it i think every time tyson hops onto a track i'm really looking forward to it so he really did show up on this one and this was a good one yeah man just to go off what c's was saying before i really interrupted him um yeah man tyson like i think he just has that disrespectful energy like what c's is saying is the perfect feature like yeah this is the guy you want like he has that thing like i was saying even when he raps he's got like this aggression like aggression and abrasion dude you know what i mean so mm. i think he definitely was the perfect feature for this um he fit nicely with the theme um his cadence his tone his presence everything all the above dope production again uh pretty clearly loves kushesh's dog because like in every song this guy's mentioned like an e30 or mm-hmm. or something like you know um but yeah man pretty's verse flames tyson verse was clean um i will say technically tyson's verse sounded like a bit soft i don't know why it just sounded like soft bro i don't know what was going on with the mix but yeah, um, maybe it's because he's vo- maybe it's that aggression I was telling you about. It was too much, bro. So I had to turn it down. Um, pretty said here, yeah, I be making moves just by moving consistent. The hues I exude got your muse moving different. Such crazy wordplay. Just wanted to highlight that one. And then like C's was saying with the, um, you know, with Tyson, you're always gonna get like. That one line, that one bar that you're like, hey, this guy, bro, this guy, <laughs> he's some other, he's some other comedian sometimes, bro. Um, he says, smoke your whole lineup like a lace blunt. <laughs> 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 
come like, with a little twist like bro, a young money song bro like dog to me that that was a catch like a lace brand uh lace blunt uh lace front and then smoke your lineup like that was that was a clever bar very witty but also kind of you know humorous at the same time so yeah. like Cesar was just saying like yeah man Tyson always has those I always like to point those out but yeah man all in all a good song for sure yeah the next one was peace for peace uh, yeah this was one of my favorites on the album definitely one of my favorites um, yeah pretty was his writing on here was really, really incredible. Um, very strong verses, man. The things he was saying. Um, I remember there was this one line that he he said about the bloodline. Um, yo, said, yo, yo, yo. He said, yo, like, yo, 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 how are you going to save the bloodline if every man bleeds or something? Like, if every man is bleeding. Something like that. I can't remember exactly, but, like, I remember hearing them just like, damn, bro, like, that's some real, like, that's, yo, dude. Yeah, so, this was really, really incredible, and it's definitely in my top three of the album. Um, how are you guys feeling about Peace for Peace? Yeah, Peace for Peace, I won't lie, man, this one blew me away. I think this also, the song had remnants of, like, a an old-school like this this felt like an old school diss track in terms of like the beat and the way that it was going um but i think in terms of just the raps here i think this just highlighted pretty's pin a lot um there were a lot of bars just like the one that you quoted as well sees that that he kind of ran through from start to finish and i think i like how from like the last three four tracks it's literally just the same energy maintained throughout it doesn't feel like a drop off and obviously we're going to speak about the next song but like the transition from this hard hitting to now slowing it down a bit also just happens so organically and, and and which just shows that the sequencing and the way that this whole thing was kind of planned out was done so well but yeah man peace for peace i really really enjoyed man this was this was definitely hard hitting and yeah man it sticks with you mm. yeah also one of my favorites on the project definitely it's definitely up there um yeah man just a very personal look into some of the experiences you know he's gone through and his family has gone through like man songs like these like i feel like they make you realize how the harsh realities of life can easily easily like you know kind of affect those close to you and around you you know because it's like there's always that thing of life like life just goes but you don't really understand how <laughs> it's really fucking some people up in some ways you know at points um but yeah man um just yeah like things like his sister almost dying over phone over a phone um his mom's sexual assault him getting stabbed at the park you know his dad sleeping with the piece i like how he just touch touches on all those sort of moments and and experiences that they went to, uh that, that they've been going through and how they've uh, dealt with that and how that shaped the story as well and the narrative of his life yeah you know so it was nice to kind of get that sort of introspective look into it and yeah that that beat switch also it was crazy i feel like on the second part of the song was when he was just rapping like yo some of the hardest bars on this project honestly mm -hmm. like 
I think that's the part even where it contains that line that Cesar was saying. Like, uh, family really couldn't stand in the stampede. How are we going to save the blood if every man bleeds? Even superheroes die. Word to Stan Lee. Um. It's not a comic when you're laying in the sand deep. Like, yo, bruh, it was, it was going crazy. Just so much depth and so much substance to what he's saying as well. So it was really nice to hear that. Um, yeah, so definitely a standout for me on this project. Mm. From there we had um, I Ain't Got The Answers featuring Ginger, Ginger Trill. That nice man's having Ginger. a bit of a comeback, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's good to see him With Touchline, with Jay Jody, you know, here's with Pretty, like he's doing he's his thing. He's active, man. Um, yeah, the one year when I was working with The Plug, I think I crowned ginger with the verse of the year verse of the year year. i remember (laughs) but i was trying to figure out like which verse it was and i can't remember which one it was dude um i can't remember which one but i remember it was a ginger verse for sure but i think also on that list pretty might have been on that thing as well which is almost like a full circle moment right now you get me yeah um and yeah i mean any like sa hip-hop fan knows that Ginger Trill is a top MC. Like yeah, he yeah. is, he God is MC. just God unbelievable. Body. Like he is lethal, you know. Bro. Underrated um, as fuck, bro. Super underrated. And so yeah, I knew that. Yeah, here we're gonna get bars, bro. Like I just knew it. Yeah, yeah. you know, it was one of them ones. Um, and yeah, pretty came through, man. You know, he, he he held his own. He did his thing. Ginger came through. He did his thing as well. Um. Yeah, how you guys feeling about I ain't got the answers? Yeah, man, I I really like the song. I think the way that they they went about this, I think, because obviously I ain't got the answers. So the part where they they mentioning that you know they've made bad choices and kind of going more so on an introspective route and also being able to give advice while also looking at the current state of how you know certain people like let's say the classic south african man or jen could go through certain things so yeah man i think i just loved a few parts of this um even the part where i think this was ginger where he was like wait let me just find this fuck basically i ain't got the answers so i lied to jay make it out the darkness to a brighter day well that's a part of the chorus but then there's the other part where he mentioned sorry guys i'm trying to find this thing but i can't yeah so here yeah. times of the essence but you don't get it though not every food for thought is the edible the metaphor and that is a parable you might just let it back if you let it go if you don't take your chance then you'll never know you shouldn't put that ass on a pedestal like it's just that's part of it and also some stuff mm-hmm. that's pretty kind of gone through but i i really just enjoyed the premise of the song and yeah man i just really really like the introspective nature and just how you know how it kind of there was a there's quite a ton of relatability to it so yeah man i enjoyed this one not every food for thought is an edible imagine dog. Mm. Mm. that's mm. a loaded bar that dude. is dog like when you, <laughs> you think about it for real like yo. that's a loaded bar dude so that's there's a insane. lot to think about i think when you just listen to the song in general mm. yeah bro nah hey ginger was going off bro he was really going off. Um, yeah, man. What more could we ask for from a, from a track like this? Like, just straight bars. Um, 
great songwriting, great structure to the verses, like just meticulous artwork right here. Um, yeah, man, smooth, chill production as well. Uh, both verses super solid. I think Mbilo, you quote uh, you quoted the part that actually like the most from ginger sure like yeah, i'm also he, at that he, place he really level dro- let's go bro, <laughs> he, he dropped some jewels bro that man dropped some jewels for real yeah, bro for like sure. honestly you know um even just the way he started it by saying uh there's plenty fish in the sea and the world's your fat oyster perpetual like times of the essence but you don't get it though like yeah bro just very 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 good at stringing along his thoughts and ideas and connecting everything together um and then i think here uh let me see it was pretty he had a part where he says uh like this is another thing like i was saying earlier on uh, another instance where i feel like he he doesn't have to force the relatability it just comes so naturally um he says and if god forgives the things that the pastor has done why would he give a fuck about the sins of a ratchet nun? Life's a rabbit run, a bunny hop. You eat a rabbit lunch or you bunny chow, just a snack for brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, damn. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, definitely they they understood the assignment and they executed well. So, hey, for me, this was, this was a solid number for sure. The next one was what was the next one? Rest in rest in no, power. Rest in power. Uh, no plans. No yeah. plans. No, it was no. Oh plans. yeah, yeah. No yeah. plans. No plans. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, you see, this is this is the one song that I skipped, so I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, well, how could you? Just, how this could you skip fire, the bro? This this song? Is song? Is a what you five, saying? bro? <laughs> I didn't say it's a bad song. What are you guys saying? Nah, I said it's a bad nah. song. Niggas aren't the real fact lovers that you said you're skipping dog. is blasphemy, bro. Niggas aren't real <laughs> lovers no more. Niggas lost their hearts, bro. Sold their souls. I listened to it the first couple of times, and I was like, this is cool, but it's like. Yeah, when am I playing this song? For who, bro? I was easy. Bro, yeah, with the basin on. on a rainy day. I haven't I put did. a chair where it's fucking cloudy, you know bro. You know what I'm saying? It's time for the cuddles in that. This is the one. Ah, this is the one, bro. Winter time, bro. Hold me when it's cold. <laughs> this is the ones, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's for, that's, that's, for, that's for you, man. You, man. you, man, are dating in that, isn't it? <laughs> you know me, bro. <laughs> Solo dolo, still. This guy, bro. I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm just saying like it's one of those songs. Where, it's literally the only song on the album that I skip now. Once yeah. again, not not because it's I, a bad song. I think it's a really, really well done song. But I'm just like, ah, eh, you know, it's not for you. I just don't have the the the, the right situation for it right now. You get? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Nah, that's it's, it's out of we'll context back. We'll in my back. life. Yeah, we'll circle back. You know, so like, <laughs> nah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, this is straight up bedroom music, you know. Uh, how are you feeling about no plans? What are you saying? I'm a banger, dog. If it's for the moment, for the mood, yeah, you know what I mean. When that right mood and that right day comes, trust this is the song to play. So, yeah, man, no plan, <laughs> plans was a vibe. Thanks. I think I really I enjoyed the slowdown. I enjoyed that we we did get a song like this as well in this project. Um, didn't have to be ribbity raps, ribbity raps the whole time, you know what I mean? But ribbity raps, ribbity raps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, my no plans was, was, was key for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I'm appalled. I'm appalled by Caesar's words and statements right now. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, man. This is this is one of my favorite songs, bro. This song is just a vibe, bro. I don't know. It's just a vibe, bro. Like, I'm surprised that Seas doesn't really like love this song like that because, like, I don't know. This feels like. It's just one of those songs that fit in that stay low pocket, you know what I'm saying? It feels yeah, like the yeah. type of record like stay low creatives make, bro. Um, but yeah, man, just so chilled. Such a smooth ass song, bro. Like I was saying, bruh, for me, the vibes of this song just, you know, makes me want to chill with my hand inside. It's raining, you know, storming slightly outside. You're just watching movies, you're blazing. He's sipping a little. Come on, dog. Yeah, come vibe, on, bro. put yourself Fireplace, in the moment, bro. Blankets, the. Hey, come on, dog. This is the one you play, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. I can't relate, man. I'm sorry. I can't relate. I'm married to my hey, wife. I can't no, no, please, bro. Come on, bro. You need to let some light in your life, bro. This can't be. I'm married bro. to my work. I can't relate. But yeah, shout out still. It's a great song. Like, yeah. Um. And the, 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 the next one, the next one, Rest in Power. She's didn't even let me finish. That's how much she doesn't even like this song. But it's fine, bro. Let's keep Bruh, let's I'm keep not going. saying I don't like this song. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I just wanted to move on. <laughs> All right, Rest in Power. Let's go. Rest in Power. Yeah, man. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Rest in Power, man. It's, um... Yeah, I mean, what can we say, dude? Like, it's Yo, a very, very emotional song, real. man. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, it's, dude. Just hearing Ricky's vocals, I wasn't expecting that, and Eish. it just so navy with these niggas, dog. Eish. Ah, yeah, nah. it just killed it. <laughs> Why are you screaming? Nah, dog, cause yo, oh, it was heartfelt. Wait, like, yo, don't navy with these it niggas. It really was. <laughs> it really was. Hey. Um, this song. It kind of reminds. It feels like a continuation of Heaven's Gate from the previous Pretty Ugly album, the 2022 album. Heaven's Gate featuring Lord Cares and uh, and Bontler, uh, which is probably my favorite Pretty Ugly song. And so this one, it's carrying the same sentiment again of just you know reflection and and. You know, and, and, and just looking back at, you know, those who have passed. Um, but yeah, I just, the first time I heard it, I, I just wasn't expecting to hear, you know, Ricky's vocals. And it just caught me off guard a little bit. Um, but Ish. I really, really like how Pretty used those vocals on this song. I think it wasn't just a thing of, oh, I'm just going to use these vocals because I have access to them. You know, it was very, I don't know, it was just well thought out. Yeah, it's like it was part of the song. It felt, you know, it it really felt like it was part of the song. And it felt like, you know, this is how it it would have happened, you know, um, had had things been different. So it just felt right, you know, Um, those ad libs, like, I don't know, man, it's just, this was a really special song to me. This was a really, really special song. Uh, how are you guys feeling about Rest in Power? Yeah, man. I yeah. This 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 year is my favorite song. I think on this project. Um, you know, just paying homage to the legends and yeah, just how he he kind of put Ricky's vocals into this. Um, just like we've said, it literally sounded as if Ricky was there in the studio, going off at, on the song on this beat. The way it just felt and it all just came together so well. 
but yeah man i think this is one of those songs that just has you reflect over you know a very tough year um you know in 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 hip-hop and just in essay music and essay as a whole you know because these are all people that had an adverse effect on plenty of lives so i i really really like the way that um pretty paid homage here so super respectful man and it was just yeah like you could you could genuinely just feel the emotion in the song and in every line and statement that was said as well so yeah shout out yeah man facts um production here going off what c's was saying very very well put together um shout out to shooter uh on the production man i think he did very well and just conceptually everyone involved i think they 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 really came together and did something special here um yeah man just how they use those ricky adlibs again very cleverly done um yeah and i just think we need we need songs like this especially now in in hip-hop i feel like we've lost so many of our guys our ogs um guys that were really waving the flag for for sa hip-hop and just for the music space you know the youth in general um yeah it's 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 been tough man but songs like these just help these names be remembered for generations to come you know what i'm saying so I appreciate how pretty did it so well. Like Mpilo was saying, respectfully, respectfully, meticulously. Like he just did it in a way that that makes you feel like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah this was this was necessary and done right. Exactly, exactly. You know, um, you know, touching on Jawa, you know, touching on how Keenan passed away, um, City Lights, Pro, Costa, like, like you know. That cost uh like he's just touching on everyone i feel like just needed especially in sa hip-hop you know we kind of just you know needs to be remembered and 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 idolized and uh immortalized you know in the music so for me man you're such a strong song um definitely an album cut a uh, 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 sort of a crown jewel on this album for me as well so really really dope yeah man Rest in peace, Ricky Rick. Um, to the older gents, older boys. The song ends with Ricky's vocals, um, and then it goes into Marsha featuring K Kid and Blackie. And so I like how the previous song ends because it's more of like the like the turn up Ricky that we know, right? Um, so the song goes from being like very like sentimental and you know heavy and then it ends it almost feels like he's introducing like the next part of the album now you know Um, the energy shifting again and so we get now we get this banger that follows um, Marsha featuring K-Keed and and Blackie Um, yeah so once again there's some ricky references on here which tie the songs together nicely that reference of the shanga poster was cool and it continues you know that presence um of him on on the album and and this part of of the album i think that keith did an excellent job bro um on the hook and that bridge slash outro verse that she had i think she carried actually on this thing man um blackie spazzed of course 
yeah. I think Blackie's verse has been going up three for three now. Sure. Blackie and Pretty Ugly, three songs and no misses. Yeah, three for three. I think Blackie's been on all of these three albums. The whole trilogy, mistaken. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all three have been really, really good songs. But this was, yeah, this was really, really, this was really crazy. Um, every time I listen to this song and just like the vibe of it, you know, I feel like would have, would have also added to this thing. Um, my boy, it's my man. It's got that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got that vibe. You get me. Uh, but yeah, how are you feeling about Mosh? Yeah, I think I really liked Mosha just because he didn't revel too much in the sadness as well from the previous track. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I think, like you said, sees I think Keke yeah did a madness on this one. Um, everyone on this killed it as well. Um, shout out Blackie, because Blackie's making that return now. You can see he's starting to to, to show for and he's upping the quality of the verses. You know what I mean? So there's definitely like he's showing up, and I think he really did that on this track as well. Mosha is definitely a bop. One of those ones that I'm sure will pop off at like a cotton fist or anything like that. But yeah, man, this was this was definitely a vibe. Yeah, I can imagine all of them on stage at Cotton Fist performing this. Yo, it would go crazy, bruh. It would go up. Um, yeah, man. Hey, like you guys have been saying, really, really dope energy from K Keed on that hook right there. Uh, yeah, I also agree. I think she definitely carried for sure. Um, Decent production from Herc Mash, sounding good. Um, like, you know, with this song, it's interesting because for me, it's a dope song, but it doesn't necessarily uh, fit into the overall sort of theme of the project. But like, it's so well placed in terms of sequencing, you know, like, yeah. you know, going off what C's was saying, like coming off the Ricky joint, you know, and then even just for the fact that. You know how Ricky was always for the kids and like um, Keed and Blackie come from that Ricky era, you know? So it's like sort of paying homage to that as well. Like, oh, let me put on the little homies as well. The mm. guys who kind of Ricky introduced and who are kind of stars now uh, today. So it was really nice for them to sort of really think about that and sequence that perfectly. Um, so that was really dope. Uh, for me, I feel like, yeah, hey, Blackie's been upping the level as well. Yeah, when he was like, "Don't compare me to niggas," I gave him his song. Those are my fans. Like, <laughs> like, like, who's he talking to? Like, who's he talking to over there, bro? Like, he's taking some shots. I like it, man. I like, I like, I like it when Blackie. Like, I feel like he's got some shit to say, bro. You know, it makes the verses that much more potent. Um, but yeah, man, definitely a dope song. Yeah, one thing I will say about Blackie, and I've said this before, is that. I think Blackie always understands the the moment when when he is um, writing verses for you know the, sort of like the older guys, um, and this is from like the new school rappers who are no longer new school now. People like Pretty Ugly and them who were considered to be new school as opposed to like new wave. Um, and when you look at like Blackie's feature verses for those artists in that group, almost all of them are like high level Blackie verses. And then, and then you look at 
Blackie versus for like the new wave class who were come up on the same time. Also high level stuff. We're looking at the Patrick Lees and them. We spoke about this last year as well. I think Blackie understand that these are people who paved a way for him. And so it would be kind of disrespectful for him to just like, you know, give like a, a mid verse, you know? I think he makes like a conscious effort to like really, really put his best foot forward when he's, you know, um, getting on a song with these guys who came before him. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, three for three, Blackie and, and Pretty. And shout out to K-Kid once again. This was incredible. Um, the next one was Profits. How are you feeling about Profits? When I heard that beat at the start, because this is um, the beat from Brent Fires Outside All Night. So I heard that and I'm like, I'm, what's happening here? I was like, <laughs> I thought I actually heard, like maybe added it next onto the queue or some shit, but I could, you know, it was pitched up a bit. Uh, but yeah, man, this was a vibe. I think shout out to the kids as well. Um, I think that was very fun. Um, that was that must have been a very fun experience in terms of recording and putting that together. But I really, really enjoyed the song, man. Um, brought a bit of a smile to the face, but it was yeah. This was this was dope. I really, really liked this. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, smooth production on here. Uh, definitely like that for sure. Uh, decent song also feels a bit displaced in terms of the fitting into like the ecosystem of like just the almost the fluidity of the concepts of this project but still again um a good song still sequenced nicely it comes in the right place like more so in the turn up project uh, turn up part of the project um, where the energy is a bit more higher um, Could have been a bit better Like if I'm just going off Everything else on the project I think the rapping was still strong though um, But yeah man It was alright for me It was alright hmm. um, The next song Soul Food Featuring One of the greatest rappers out right now Zulu Mecca. Um, before the rapping even started on this thing, just from the production alone, I was really like, "Yeah, this is it, man!" And I knew they were gonna yeah, go crazy. Yeah. Just the production yeah. just lended itself to that energy, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no if you're a rapper, there's no you can listen to a beat like this and then just give mid bars. There's just no way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now shooter shooters have had some dope moments with production on this project. Like nah. Really For me, as far as production goes, this is my favorite production on the album. As far as production yeah. goes, this is it for me. Like it's just, I could listen to instrumental alone. It's just yeah, beautiful, crazy. you know. Um, and yeah, Zulu Mecca, pretty ugly. They never miss. I think the last time I heard these two together was on the shooter project actually mm. and so yeah um but yeah man i had to run that maker verse back a few times man like mm. guys i've been saying it and i'm saying it again zuglu mecca bro like for me she's up there dude top two nah she's going crazy she's up the there pen, the pin game but i unbelievable 
crazy. But yeah, how you how are you feeling about soul food? What are we saying? Ah man, soul food. I think just seeing who was on it and then hearing the beat as it started, you could just see where we were headed. Like this is just a proper rap take you back. This was just beautiful, man. I think both of them really just came through with bars from start to finish. I really really like this 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 part of the album as we started getting to the end. Like soul food definitely kicked off this last phase so well um and yeah man they they really just both showed up here this was this was a beautiful song yeah hey soul food soul food hey guys yeah i think ginger troll was right man (laughs) when he said uh not all food for thought is edible like yeah guys this one is very edible (laughs) 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 this one uh we're eating yeah we're eating uh like lyrically guys uh, these guys they did the most they did the most i uh, definitely agree with c's when he's saying hey man zulu she's up there bro she mecca bruh definitely up there shooter crazy on production another laid-back vibe um strong strong writing from both parties uh just to quote some of my favorite bars on here oh um yeah when uh, pretty was like meetings at the park with my demons at the peak of dark i'll be thinking about the finish line when i ain't even start my cheetah running out of time trying to beat the clock while you're eating with your squares i'm trying to feed the block like yeah bro mm. uh crazy 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 um and then oh i could quote zulu's whole verse but you yeah know, some of my <laughs> Yo, my lord, the seas are volatile I'm still aboard, I pour I spill a lot of wine to kill the noise My storm's forming, a bottle mine Then put a Bro, fork in what it the Yo, sure <laughs> Normally not my lot to cry But not tonight Like My boy and I immortalized Like yo, I could just go on Like she went crazy, she went crazy Like I'm really, really keen to hear Like where Zulu's at on her next project because yo dog just even the concepts and you know the structure she formulates with her writings like it's just crazy bro the picture she paints just crazy bro so now nah, this was very very strong shout out to everybody involved here definitely a dope number I think Zulu does uh, like I don't know man it's like she does this thing that not many rappers are able to do consistently and is to basically tie every line to the next one like literally feels like scriptures bruh <laughs> it literally feels like you read a scripture dude. <laughs> but like you know how some rappers will like give you like two or three bars about something and then jump to like the next and thing switch it up and then yeah. jump to the next thing and then jump to the next thing mm. with mecca it feels like Everything is just connected. Even just nowadays, when you're reading, thread, you know, yeah. like the thread, it's just like what's something overflowing up above the waters. It like everything and then in is, the bottle, like the ocean in the bottle. Oh, brush, just oh, everything is, is connected, ridiculous. bro. And mm. dude, I don't know, man. That's why, like, guys, I, I keep saying this, bro. Like, Zulu Mecca is one of the best rappers, dude. I don't care what anyone says, man. And she's up there. Bro. She's certainly she's one of my favorites. So, yeah, Soul Food was amazing, really, really amazing. Um, I'm so glad that it like lived up to my expectations because yo, it would have been so sad if you know it was like a mid song, but luckily it wasn't. Um, 
Hey, thank yeah. God. Thank Jesus. Hey, dude. Yeah, I mean, when she came in and said, yo, pretty, I got you. I knew I hey. was coming. I did you? I knew it. <laughs> Couldn't fail. I, I was like, nah, we, we let down. Um, the next song, Family Man, featuring Tato Soul. Just hey, high level quiet. rapping, man. High level rapping, guys. Yeah, this, this See end more period of this Pirates and Chiefs derbies. Like, uh, bro, like this. Yo, I don't know, man. Your tattoo went off, bro. <laughs> that man was cooking, nah, bro. <laughs> you were cooking. Yeah. What? It's. Dude, this might be like. Arguably. <laughs> top five best features he's done, dude. This, yeah. For sure. For sure. He was going off, yeah, man. Bro. But yeah, wh- what are we saying about Family Man? 80 bars. Yeah, no, Family Man was beautiful, man. I really, really enjoyed this. I think just the way even... Like, this this felt like such a, a Zansi track. Dog. I don't know how to put it, man. But yeah, this one here, I think that bar that you quoted, Caesar's literally going to bring it up as well. Um, but yes, this run, I think this last three of Soul Food, Family Man the outro and all of that i think was just so beautiful this is why like for me when it came to like the whole retirement project or whatever i could i could understand it from this content that we're getting in this in this part of the song because it felt a bit more final um but yeah man this was this was a really beautiful song i really liked um what they kind of delved into delving into different realities that you'd experience um growing up here which is which is really really great some relatability to it as well um, but yeah, man, Family Man was a really, really good song. I enjoyed this one. Yeah, Family Man, very, very strong, very strong rapping. Um, yeah, this was this was a lot. Like we're saying, Tato Soul here really showcased his top, top, top abilities on here. Um, I will say though, for me, the execution of this hook was just not there, bro. It was not there. It was one of the only times I can I feel like on this project the ball was dropped, like just with this hook. Like I don't know, man. Um, I forgot where it was the original reference of this hook because I know it's reference from somewhere, but I just forgot the original. Um, um most deaf traveling man. Yes, Memories yes, don't yes, leave yes, yes, yes. Most deaf for sure. Most definitely too. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I would have liked it if like someone like a cares would have sang that hook like oh, yeah. would have done yeah, the like, like reinterpolation of that hook yeah yeah like I think she would have killed it like coming with her own spin you know how Kiz does it that would have been nice because I was also a bit taken aback to not see Kiz on this project but I thought you know, she would have been rest in power to be honest with you <laughs> exactly like at I least somewhere there, there bro that would have been a nice place for her as well bro yeah so yeah either there or here I would have appreciated her presence but yeah man um yeah, Tato just cooking here lyrically. Um, there's a part where he says, uh, My mother's side of the family got issues with BP, so I pressure my blood kin to stack it now and we repeat. Like, I think that was just clever yeah. wordplay right there. Um, then we get pretty again, talk about E30s, Kusheshes once more. Man said, I need an E30 before you see 30, or you need an E30 before you see 30. Leave early because the streets and police dirty. Dog, Majita turned chickens into beef turkey. Seen more bones than pirates and, ch- and chief derbies. Like, yeah, just crazy wordplay. Um, yeah, also just the subject matter, the content of this song as well, just very strong. I think they highlighted important things, important topics on this track as well. 
you know um yeah so definitely did what, what it was supposed to do one of the um, overarching themes in this on this album has been uh remembering the artists that we've lost in the past and you know um mecca had a reference to um a keenan song i'm just forgetting what song it was something something but even i get uncomfortable when they call me a king um mm. yes. so you know like indirectly referencing you know keenan um and then someone else had something else as well and of course pretty ugly literally name dropped a bunch of them and then Tato Soul did something composure. really really yeah it was from composure yeah yeah and then Tato did something which I thought was really cool um it's like this long ass thing but he starts off by saying uh my family ties go tight around your neck no detail mm, yet I'm tight mm, with the blocks mm, that's mm, under my feet mm. no detail I'll probably name my son after the, after my father his legacy my flows will flow from Cape to Cairo, mass countries know now it's a legacy. Mm. Um, so once again, you know, touching on that theme of um, just you know paying homage and, and and paying respect to to like you know those who who have lost um, people who essentially paved the way for these artists. So. I like that he he did that, and the way he did it was really smart too. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like name drop for the sake of name dropping. Like it was, yeah. he was still very lyrical, and, and he was still like very, you know, um, technical with it and skillful. So, yeah, this was a really really great song, man. High level rapping from both of them. Uh. But yeah, I guess it would have been nice to you, like you said. Maybe a cares sprinkled somewhere around here. Yeah. Would have brought uh, a nice a nice dimension to the to the track. Sure. Uh the second to last song, Broken Home, I think. Yeah. 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 Broken Africa's home. Prayer. Once again, man, just lyrical brilliance on display over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ken, how are you feeling? How are you feeling yeah. about this one? Yeah, broken this homes. one, hey, this one also just hits. I think that that line or the lines that he opens with, um, he said, "Daddy took a fixed loan to fix a broken home. His kids made it through pits. Mm. You couldn't cope alone with the fists. He could hold his own. Busting lips, giving broken bones with his rib. God molds a clone. You should think before you throw a stone." And obviously, he repeats that again. But like, you know. Yeah, man, I just really, really like the introspective parts um, that I'm getting from this. Um, I think it just kind of takes you to a different place. And I think it's also just a constant reminder that hey, pretty is not to be played with when it comes to comes to this music thing, which is why I just don't think he should he should call it quits, man. It just doesn't make sense at this point in time. But yeah, man, I really, really like the song as well. I love the, the, the addition of his daughter in and around it. Um, I think from a production um, perspective, the, all the producers on this have been able to sprinkle in these moments and kind of add something different, which has made it super, super enjoyable. Um, and yeah, man, this was this was a good song as well. 
yeah broken homes a very 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 strong writing on here um some of pretty's best writing for sure very strong um smooth good production shooter has been top tier on this project honestly um yeah man pretty just had some some crazy bars i think Bilo quoted some um, that I had and then there was a part um, just after the part you quoted Mbilo um, where he's like this was just after he says you should uh, you should think before you throw a stone um, he goes on to say in a blink they could blow your dough many kings get overthrown it's easy to dip you should know the code uh, with the ink many sold their soul and then he goes on to say i thought this was crazy as well when he says why are they chopping all the trees they are totem poles we get our knowledge from an apple not the mobile phone uh these white sneaks are post malone mixed with nora jones uh how's the meal of the stove of the stove if my order's cold like yo this just such strong rapping on here bro yeah. so much substance substance depth like he was just very well at articulating his message here and getting across the right way um yeah some of the best rapping on you for sure really dope the final song go on parentheses go on on. um yeah like i said at the beginning of this review it's like even though he's calling it his final album most of these songs didn't feel final to yeah. me. And even this outro, it doesn't really feel like an outro you'd have on a final album. Like yeah. if this is the last thing he's ever going to say to us, it just then I didn't get that. This feels um, like a time marker, bro. You know, um, it doesn't feel like it's his final song that we're ever going to get from him. Um, but it's still a great, great song, great outro, but it doesn't have that feeling of finality to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling about this song? Go on. Yeah, man, I think this one was, this was also just a, a solid outro, just a clean outro for me. I, they, I don't really have too much to say for this one just because I feel like a lot of the, the content or a lot of the, I don't know, the meat came from the previous um, tracks, but I think this was a solid way to kind of just ride it out um and yeah i think in terms of your point this is in terms of the finality of it yeah i don't think you even get it from this outro to be honest but yeah man this was this was a solid closer so shout out yeah man his writing towards the end of this project has just been insane bro like his pen pen game has been crazy bro but yeah dog like just nice chilled introspective closing to the album great production um yeah, I like the the sort of like female harmonizing in the back. I wish they could have added a bit more to that, like the harmonizing. And I think there was also a nice like sample in there as well. Yeah. Um, but like more of a soulful harmonizing than like the choiry one there was there. But still very strong, very nice, very nice way to end the project. Um, yeah, just to quote, um, he says. Um, you know nothing about living with a migraine and how I stay alive. I survive pain. We living crazy and we're hoping that we die sane. Uh, you thought you had all that time till your time came. And then one more part is like, you're gonna learn heaven is a mind state. Hell is where your spirit and your mind breaks. Imagine space, but it's feeling like a tight space. My heart aches. It's getting colder than an ice age. 
crazy 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 um yeah man just such strong writing from pretty i always appreciate about him this the true mc like to the core you know what i mean so yeah man shout out to pretty bro yeah shout out to pretty ugly man this was a really great body of work dust the final offering for the trilogy um yeah like i said at the beginning of this thing you know i've been covering pretty's work since 2017 and this feels feels right feel like full circle moment uh with so many things and if it is his final album then like shout out to him bro like he really gave us some incredible moments in hip-hop essay hip-hop and for me his 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 position in the game is his solidified bro like he's forever solidified 100%. his name yeah. you know and he, um, he worked to get there like he's one of truly, those really truly truly like when it comes to quality you can never question pretty's quality like it's always there yeah. you know especially in these last three albums like it's been incredible yeah. um yeah. From the visuals so, yeah. to everything, bro. The rollouts, the marketing, everything has been on top, bro. Closing statements. What are we saying? Yeah, man. This was another beautiful project by Pretty Man. I think quality from top to bottom. Um, really, really enjoyed the tracks here. The features here were also well picked. Shout out production. I think they absolutely murdered this. And yeah, man. I genuinely hope this isn't the end as much as he says that it is. But yeah, I just, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, what's next with regards to Pretty Ugly but fuck man this was a really really great project I enjoyed it mm. yeah very strong project definitely um, ironically enough um, Pretty has an album called Magnum Opus but I feel like this is actually <laughs> his Magnum <clears throat> Opus this for me like I just feel like it just covered everything it represented him well you know he represented himself well in this album he represented south Awal. it was so relatable the there was no reaching everything just felt like it was in pocket it was meant to be said um there was not too much there was not too little like just very very well put together no fat on this album everything maybe very very little small instances but for the most part just very strong 95 percent of this album was just great so like you guys are saying, man, I hope this is not the last we hear of Pretty. As I was saying at the beginning, I just feel like, yo, bro, he's in his prime right now, bro. So I just don't think now's the time to quit. You know, but we never know what he has planned next. But whatever those plans may be, I will be here to survey and observe and to, you know, support and show love. So shout out to Pretty for such a standout, dope project. This album deserves awards. That's what I'm going to say. Like yeah, this for album, sure. <laughs> for me... It better be awarded. This is this is hip hop at its finest. It's a hip hop at its finest. So yeah. shout out to Pretty Bro. Shout out to Pretty Ugly. I need to get that interview. I need to find out if this is really his final thing. Hey, for real, dog. Let's for set up that interview. Let's set up the interview. Um, but yeah, this has been the best Cape Secret podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I was your host, CZ Ray, and I was not alone. I was with my brethren, Bill Mike Just and Prince Dwayz. Until next time, stay shining. Peace and love. Season four. Is it season four or five? Oh, season five. five. How do you, you keep saying four. It's five. Come on, fam. Tighten up. Man. <laughs>